wizard, Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies Podcast. Welcome to the Harry Met Movies Podcast. My Harry is my dad. Dad. Hey, how are you today? Good. So, Nick Vogue's new to a podcast. This is a podcast where I introduce my son Harry to films from my childhood. Today's film is Uncle Buck, which came out in 1989. Um, Usually then what happens is that Harry challenges me to tell him the story, so he usually gives me anything up to five sentences to recap the plot. Two. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. Yeah, I can think I can do them too. Um, I can give you one if you want one. I can't remember the name of the family, but anyway, Elva Russell's. Um, Basically, Uncle Buck is asked to look after his brother's children while they go off to deal with his wife's yeah. sick dad. Yeah. No, he's, so, he's not sick, he has a heart attack. Yeah, so he's in hospital. Oh, true. Um, cool. Uncle Buck goes and <laughs> lives with the children and a lot of... Chaos. Chaos happens, basically. That's pretty much the plot of the film, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Now this is where we do a quiz now. The quiz today is called Not My Uncle. Dun, 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 not My Uncle. Not that people dun, dun, my uncle. Not my uncle. What? Not that be people my uncle. So, when I was reading into this film yeah. and looking up at it, what I discovered was an awful lot of people were down to play Uncle Buck. Who wouldn't be? Other than John Candy. So, I'm going to give you an actor's name. And Don't I, know any if need be. If need be, I'll explain who that person is. And you've got to tell me of were they actually going to be Uncle Buck or were they considered for the role? So, first one is Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid in Harry Potter. Was going to be Uncle Buck? No. Wasn't he? Okay. Robin Williams? Is he missing? Yeah. He must have died? No. Oh, so maybe? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Yes, he was. He was considered for a role. Jack Nicholson, who played the Joker in Batman? No. Yes, he was. Was he actually? Yeah. You're so mean. Remember, I said the other day when we were recording another one with John Candy, yeah. and I said how John Goodman yeah. plays Sully. Okay. Um, he was considered for a role. Yeah. Is that a yes or no? For John. Who? John Goodman. Is that Sully? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he was. I'm trying to think. Sylvester Stallone, who played Rocky? No. Correct, he wasn't. Wasn't he? Um, Dan Aykroyd, he's in Ghostbusters, he plays... No. Yes, he was. Was he actually? Yeah. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise, from Top Gun. Yeah. He was considered for Uncle Buck, do you think? Yeah. 
Yes, he was. Was he actually? Oh, yeah, right. I am. I am Steve Martin from Plain Trains and Automobiles and uh, Cheaper Over Dozen. Yes. No, he wasn't. Wasn't he? He was considered for his brother. Oh. Um, Tom Hanks from Turn and Hooch. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. And then two two final ones. I'm going to give you both the names. You've got Michael Keaton, who, who played Batman, and Beetlejuice, or Rick Moranis, who played the dad in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, so the last one, for like, the last one, I think, yes. Rick Moranis. Yeah. And Michael Keaton. Yes. Michael Keaton was. Rick Moranis wasn't. Wasn't it? Rick Moranis was going to play his brother. Remember how I said um, John Good, um, John, Candy. John Candy used to recommend yeah. Rick Moranis for an awful lot so of films. Won? You won again. You got more right than Harry wrong. wins. You're a winner, Harry. My what? A winner? I Did your uncle and auntie not tell you? No. Your, your mum and dad were winners too. What did they win? <laughs> They, they wouldn't have to live with you for the rest of their lives. No, they got killed by Voldemort, so they won't. <laughs> for winning the chase. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt this week's episode, but this week we are sponsored by Newsly, which is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web, web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the whole web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topics as specific as you like, from sports, science to movies to the Kardashians, anything you like. It'll find you the best articles and read them to you aloud. And we have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, When Harry Met Movies, is there too. I start using it as my main default podcast app. It's much easier. So download and use Newsly for a free net from now at www.newsly.me or follow the link in the description of this episode and use the promo code HARRYMOVIES and it allows you to get a three months premium subscription. Personally, this app is great for Harry because of his dyslexia and it allows him to basically read articles on the web that you might not have been able to. So... As far as a sponsor and an app, yeah. this is one that our little podcast can get behind, isn't it? Yes. Thank you very much. Bye. Now back to the episode. So anyway, back to the film. I've got a lot to say about this film. Go on. I love this film to bits. Okay, why is that? I love it just because in the beginning, before we see Uncle Buck, we have kids from Home Alone. I've never watched Home Alone, but I know who he is. Like he comes in and they have his sister. Like they have, he's having an argument with her, with her. Mum. S- no, no, mum. The younger sister. All right, Maisie, if it Yeah, and an argument with her older sister about swearing. That was really funny. And then the parents come home and then they have, then they have tea. And that was really fun because it's just like awkward silence. Like, hello. And then, then we get a call at like midnight saying, oh, your father had an article car. They can't get the neighbours to do it. So they get Uncle Buck. And he comes over, everyone's asleep. 
No, they can blow that. They all you have the older sister, doesn't they? Over there, and he has this plate, he drops it, and he says, This thing will break, and he slams it on the piano, and he just smashes. And he's just like, Yeah, he thinks he knocks on the ornamental plates, doesn't he? And it doesn't yeah. break, so he thinks it's unbreakable. So he hits it on the side of, <laughs> of the sideboard, and it smashes. <laughs> and then he just starts playing the piano, and then, like, we have breakfast, which looks disgusting. And then, like, she. And then she's like, I'm gonna go look after the older sister. Like, I'm gonna go get your sister ready, and then I make some cereal. But her sister, she's like, Ow, oh, why don't you say, Mummy's not here? Well, yes, she is. And then she says, Mummy, Mummy's here. And she's like, No, she isn't. And then when she's done, she just messes it all up. It's really funny. And then we have Uncle Buck's part. <laughs> Uncle Buck's car may need just the police to check on it. Because it just pours out with smoke and he gets to the school and like literally all the kids are surrounding this car and then you just hear this it just pops and it's really funny and I don't know why it is because it bangs doesn't it yeah and then at the end you see that old sister having he's got a, he's got a boyfriend she's got a boyfriend called Bug yeah Bug and they make loads of jokes about Bug I'm actually doing the plot of the film, aren't I? <laughs> I don't want to do that every single episode. And then, basically, I, I'm going to go to the ending because I like the ending the most. Go on. But no, and you have like the Home Alone Kids birthday and it makes huge pancakes. And, and like it looks delicious. Like the biggest pancakes ever. It looks delicious. I'm not a huge fan, pancake fan, but I would eat it. And then you have this clown. No, they go bowling before his birthday, doesn't it? Was it after? After. After. Then there's this clown which is drunk. And he basically, he pumps, like, kind of like, by banging, like, not banging, like, the talent. But Uncle Buck off, like, nah, fight him. Yeah, and Uncle Buck won't let him in because he's drunk. And he just punches him straight in the nose. And he gets up and he just punches him again. I'm trying to think. They need a good bowling. I'm missing out a lot of things. It's okay, don't have to remember yeah. that at all. And then basically, the, the bowling's like, the old sister gets hit on by a man, and Uncle Buck comes over, and he's huge, so he just runs away. And then one of his friends come over and ask him to do something, I can't remember what it was. Um, it's, they basically have like dodgy bets on yeah. horse oh. racing, kind of fixed races. Yeah, and then that you have one of my favourite scenes. Basically, the, the system runs away. I miss out the whole ice cream park thing because that was my least. That was my least thing. That was the thing I was like, okay. But basically, we we see Bug. Basically, he, she he pulls over and there's a and this family's like your car. Has, no, it's just got some oil in it. Like, I'm using a party like that way. I'm going to help. They'll kill you. That he goes in and we think that Bug has got the old sister, mm-hmm. and he hasn't. And basically goes in and takes his hat out, which is really funny. And gives back his hat, and he just go he. In the basically, you think that Bug's gonna have sex with the older daughter? Yeah, I don't mention that word. It's okay. No, and then we had what my favourite scene was. Basically, before Bug thought he had an axe in the park. And he pulls it out. That was really fun. But here, we we just in the room, and then we just he's like go away, and then we just see a drill handle, and the door comes full, and Buck is just like, yeah, you see a drill to drill through the lock, doesn't he? Yeah, and he turns on the light, 
and it just opens and it just goes in. Like, okay, what did he do? So we find the old sister, and then like, she's like, did you do his book? And he's like, he just had this amazing grin, and she's just like, what did you do? And then we pull over, and we just see book tied up in the boot. Yeah, and he keeps on yelling. So, so then he gets scared and tells them, and then they let him out. And he said, I'm like, I wasn't that sorry. And Uncle Paul gets a golf club. A ball and helps it. It's gone head. four times, isn't it? Yeah, that was very funny film. I just and then his girlfriend, basically his girlfriend thinks she he's cheating her with another girl when she isn't. She she has because he's going to look after look for these things. Basically, she wants to settle down and he always has excuses why not to. So yeah. she thinks him going to look after the kids is an excuse, doesn't she? Basically, and then she's looking after them. So what's funny is at the end they get all the kids to bed, and then they like they talk, and then no, they she's trying to talk to the um, girl, and then what's funny is when they're doing that, Uncle Buck's still outside the door, listening. Yeah, and then she like kicks the door, and he's not there, and he goes back, and then she pimps the door, and just he goes, Whee! and he flies up into like, the floor. When he's the coffee ready, what else does he do? Oh wait, when the parents come. They get the kids to bed and then, like, they run to the room and the kids are just like, they're just chasing after them. And then the parents are like, we, need, we should be quiet, they like, we should be quiet so they can talk to your mum. And then while they're doing that and hugging, Uncle Buck absolutely slips. Like, oh, he, he rests his hand on, like, a, they have, like, a framework above the oven with all the pans on and he puts his hand on it and it falls down and drops all the pans yeah. on the counter. And I was like, typical Uncle Buck, that is. That was like that. That they think the film. So you like the film, then, yeah. Yeah. What do you, what what do you think make? It's like what you keep saying. The comedy builds up because first you have him threatening the book with the axe, then you have him breaking down the door, and like, with the drill, and then you realize, oh, what did he do? And then you have him tying him up, and then you have him hitting him a golf ball. About halfway through this, you said, "Is this a comedy or is it like a, a drama?" Because you said it was quite. There was seriousness, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I want to mention the scene too when he's like, when he leaves because he threatens the principal. But you need to go to the toilet because it's time to go to the little toilet. And that's really funny to see. But basically, he goes to the principal. Yeah. And basically, he, there's this kid sitting next to him. Like, I'll go at first, and then she's like, he starts threatening the teacher. Oh, yeah, Uncle Buck goes into the principal because he knows that the kid's going to get in trouble, so if he goes in first, he'll stop the principal being so. Well, what's funny is, he, like, he shows the kid saying, what did that, have you, and what story, like, is it real? And he's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. Uncle Buck, microwave my socks. Because he can't get the washing machine to sit. That's what's really funny about it, because, like, and then he, when he leaves, it shows a shadow, and it shows him, like, he's a detective coming with long coat, and he just, like, goes the wrong way. It's, like, really Uncle Buck. He has one job. Oh, we haven't mentioned the dog. Dog! The dog's only briefly, isn't it? Oh, the best bit isn't the dog. It's a bit where he's outside the house, and he's grabbing his cat, and he's like, come on, get him, get him. Yeah. And then as he gets him out, so he fights for his cat to get it into the house. And then he gets in the house and goes, who who let the cat out? And one of the kids shouts, we don't have a cat. <laughs> it's like, and he gets locked outside. So he, yeah, he only chucks a cat. So what, like, the thing is, like, she, at the very beginning, they 
the daughter that all does like get that dog out and the dog's just in the washing machine like the contest the dog in the washing machine this is probably one of my favorite films i can tell i love this film a bit i like the scene where he first meets the younger brother miles and um he's asking him all the questions yeah he's just sitting there like have you got have you got a job have you got a flat are you married? You got any kids? Yeah, we haven't mentioned one scene. Basically, his brother oh, gets a gets him a clap on, and we think he just probably put it out, but he claps, and the whole apartment just goes gets light up. I don't know how he did it. Just how he set it up. But if he had a clap, how did it clap so loud? <laughs> clap on. I don't have one of those. No. Why? <laughs> We've had this discussion before on a podcast. You and not having a clapper. What about, about a click on? No. What about a whistle on? You can't whistle. I'll get a sound bite off it. What about a scream on? No. What about. No. A podcast on? Podcast on? Podcast on? The scene where Miles is asking him all the questions, apparently, how they did that was that John Goodman had had a piece of card stuck to his head with all the questions on. So, because a lot of it's filmed from a little boy. From, as if Uncle Buck's looking at him. Yeah. So he could just read all the questions on his forehead. Without one to remember. I've got one of my favourite scenes. Basically, Uncle Buck's going out and because there's a thing when they shouldn't be in with the kids. But we get a view of like the daughter. We see him get in the car. And mm-hmm. that was a really clever scene for me because it makes it, you realise Uncle Buck would rather stay with his kids than go to his scammy horse race. I love this film. Clever. It's good, isn't it? Like you said, it's it's funny, but there's yeah. also like a seriousness to it yeah. and a lot of heart. This is this is done by the same guy who did Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Explain to that. So it's good, which is why it's got quite a similar feel to it. Clever. I was going to say, who do you think would make the best cook the, the best meal? But I think it's Uncle Buck just for those pancakes. Yeah. But then his other breakfast looks horrible, doesn't it? it just looks like deep fried mess. Because the younger lad, the young lad says, he's cooking our garbage. Remember that she's basically the young kid wants mum and Uncle to sleep with him. Sleep with him. Have a little girl does, yeah. yeah. And like we have a scene where every, like the two young girl and dog, and he tries to get away, but she has a tie and he falls. They all go on the floor at the end, and it's really cute. Yeah, yeah, and so like that scene when they, when like his and the girlfriend go into the bedroom, and the kids just come charging at them. I would love to film that, I'll be honest. Like, I don't know why. I would be laughing my head off the whole time. Yeah, I imagine it's probably quite a funny thing because John Candy's quite a funny guy, so. I would have loved to have been one of the little kids. He would have died not long after. He died in 94. Did he? Mm. Rest in peace, John Candy. Maybe that's silence. The moment of silence is finished now. How you like to do that? Yeah. But yeah, so like, like I've always said, I always think he'd have a really good career if he was still about, because he was yeah. very funny. Yeah. But I always feel like it's not just he's funny. Yeah. There's like a heart to it. Yeah, he has his like, he has warmth. His, he has his dad persona. I said dad kind of looks like him. I don't, I don't nothing like <laughs> him. Yeah, you, I'm yeah. smaller, I'm not as big. And you have grey hair. I have grey hair and I wear glasses, so... 
absolutely Uncle nothing. Uncle Buckwell Foster, doesn't he? No. Oh, doesn't he? It's absolutely nothing like it. But it's a funny scene where he says, um, you probably didn't pick up on it, it's quite early on, where he's talking to like his brother's wife, so his yeah. sister-in-law. And he says, oh, I gave up cigarettes. And she said, oh, that's good. Oh, and yeah. he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm on like a five-year plan, so I've moved on to cigars now. And then I'm going to go on to chewing tobacco and pipes. And he's, So basically he hasn't given up tobacco. He's just moved, he's just smoking different stuff. Smart. Really smart. Not really. He kind of defeats the point of giving it up. Yeah, but he's not. He's gave up cigarettes. Yeah, but cigars are worse. <laughs> Yeah, what about chewing tobacco? Is that worth? Yeah, I don't know. Not many people really do it anymore. Do you chew tobacco? No. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen me chewing tobacco? No, I don't know what tobacco looks like. Tobacco? He's, <laughs> he's a big guy out of Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got your tobacco. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't that, that sound uh, more like a goose? Uh, Honk. 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 Wait until the end to hear our animal. We should, we should record the whole episode just doing animal voices. Just to go through everyone. I don't think people would be able to listen. Uh, if, we, if we, instead of speaking, we just use animal noises. Uh, that what no, it's like a minute long. Uh, uh, you can stop that. Honk. Everyone's going to say first. <laughs> Yeah, it's because you keep going off on tangents about animal noises. Yeah, no, And Chewbacca. I was like chewing tobacco, but it sounded like Chewbacca. Chewing yeah. tobacco. Chewing tobacco. It's not chewing tobacco. No. Chewbacca's, like I said, he's a big hairy guy from Star Wars. Yeah. Like. And he, I like what, he's a teddy bear. Well, I guess. Well, he's a murder teddy bear, but yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? What are you talking about? What is your. So, have you actually got a favourite scene that isn't all of them? Oh, the boyfriend scenes. When start with the axe, enter the golf ball. I'm trying to think what my favourite scene is. Um, all the very end, and the kids come chasing after him. I can't pick. I quite like... I, quite, I, oh. I just think there's a lot of funny moments. Like, you, Just as you think it's all getting quite serious, like at the end where it's like, like you say, when she's hugging her mum and it's all like... And he, and he knocks all the pans down. Even though it's just like a daft joke, it just makes it funny. Did you notice that this film finishes with like a freeze frame of him waving? Yeah. Peace. And when we watch Plane Trains and Automobiles, it fi- it finishes with a freeze frame of John Candy as well, yeah. It's like a, it must have been like a thing they did. It'd have been quite interesting to see if Steve Martin or Rick Moranis was his brother, what if they had changed anything, because... Brother's not really in it much, is it? But it'd been quite nice to have someone that he's got previous sort of yeah. relationship with, in fact, they've added to the film. You know. Apparently, this is Macaulay Culkin who plays the youngest lad who, like you said, is in Home Alone. Yeah. This is his highest grossing film after the Home Alone films. Because he was, he was like a child actor that became. Really famous, really, really quickly. Oh, we got the scene. And then he stopped being <coughs> famous when he was about your probably a few years old, and you maybe about fifteen, sixteen. I've got a scene which I remember. Go Basically, because they're home alone, because waiting for a book's girlfriend, 
Mm-hmm. He's he's sitting on the stool with snacks. Look, I, she keeps knocking. He's looking, can't see anyone. But she keeps looking through the window, and he opens it, and you see these three people. And I don't know if that's meant to be like a reference to something. No, it's just like a joke that it's like in his head. Yeah. He sees these people there. Yeah, that's what's really funny. And then like she tries, he sees it, and she's like, goes and she like puts on the mouth. She's like, "I see a driver's license." Like, Why do you need a driver's license for? And then he makes it take it out, doesn't he, so he can see it properly. Yeah. I like this film. It is good. It's a really good film. Yeah. Should we? Do you want to rate it now? This will be an interesting one, because we had briefly had this discussion after okay. we watched you it. So now you can go first on this. 4.99. Ooh, so you're saying it's almost perfect. Yeah. Now, what was your, what was your thoughts that I would rate this? What would you, what, what did you say to me? Like a four. No, what what did you think? Like a four point nine. Cause, no, because you were saying, talking to me about Mrs. Doubtfire, weren't you? Yeah. Because Mrs. Doubtfire was our first five star film, wasn't it? So you were like, it's just, it's not as good as Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, You're not going to rate it as good as Mrs. Doubtfire, are you? Um, and I don't think it's as good as Mrs. Doubtfire. What are you going to rate it? Um, I'm going four point five. I think it's a very very good film, and to be honest, I forgot how good it was. So it's, all, it's almost 4.75, so it's like 4.74, so it's still a very high rated film. Um, yeah. Puts it, it put, I would say, up, we've got three five-star films, and then this is not far behind. This is this and Prince of Thieves. Um, What's a lowest rated film? And a couple of Lord of the Rings. A lowest rated film. Oh yeah, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Blah blah blah. Whereas it's. Yeah, this is a much nicer. I just think this film has got. <laughs> I want to keep comparing it, but John Candy's got that thing that Robin Williams had where he can be funny, but there's a heart to it. Help us in the way, do you? Like, there's a lot of moments in this where it's. Yeah. Like you say, like the little bits where he's with a kid and he's in the kids when he's trying yeah. to be quiet and he pretends to like. Right, we've got to be quiet because we're going to have a serious conversation, so we need to button our lips, and we need to zip it, and we need to lock it, and throw away the key. And you can see the kids are copying him. I always think that's probably almost he's just come up with that at the moment. Probably, probably. And they're just, they're just copying him. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like it's rehearsed sort of thing. How Not they're None of his songs feel rehearsed for me. So I think, it's I just think he's that there's like a genuineness to it. So... Yeah. Definitely recommend this one, we? Yeah. I think this is a film you weren't even sure what it was going to be about and weren't sure about it at all. And then when we put it on, you very quickly became. Very quickly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, that's Uncle Book. That's our review. Um, keep following us on Twitter and Instagram and download our episodes. And so, yeah, if you've got any suggestions of films that you want us to cover, then please let us know. Thanks a lot. Bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. (laughs) So long, partner. You stay. I go. We are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now.